0: This podcast is brought to you by RMA, the Risk Management Association. RMA's sole purpose is to advance the use of sound risk management principles in the financial services industry. Learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, I'm Stephen Krasioski, Communications Manager at RMA. Oliver Weinman and RMA recently conducted its first annual Chief Risk Officer Survey of a select group of approximately 40 CROs At financial institutions across the U.S. and Canada to gather information on the CRO agenda, which includes an external outlook on the macroeconomy, regulation, emerging risks, and digitization. Today I'm joined by Michael Dwayne, partner in the America's finance and risk and digital practice at Oliver Weinman, and Hannah Vasquez, engagement manager in the America's finance and risk practice, also from Oliver Weinman. In this episode of a three-part podcast series, we will discuss more high level findings from the survey. Episodes two and three will focus on emerging risks and digitization respectively. Mike and Hannah, thanks for joining us.
1: Pleasure to be here, Stephen. Thank you very much for for having us.
2: Likewise, good to be here, Stephen.
0: So Mike, before we get into specific results from the survey, can you talk a little bit about why RMA and Oliver Wyman collaborated on this survey? Why it's important for chief, chief risk officers and also provide some high level findings and potential trends?
1: Sure, I'm happy to do that. Uh, So both Oliver Wyman and and RMA are are really, I think at the forefront of of risk management issues in the industry. Uh, And we've actually uh, have collaborated uh, many times in the past on on high impact industry analysis. And for this survey in particular, in looking across the industry, um, we realized that, that there wasn't a survey out there to provide insights that it was targeted at North American financial services risk officers. So, you know, there are surveys out there uh, that are either sort of global and high level in nature, you know, that are cross industry or, or both. You know, there are North American financial services surveys out there, but but risk is really a small portion of the survey. Uh, and so, as, as we were sort of talking amongst our, our teams, uh, we thought there was an unmet need in the market for, for a survey focused on North American bank CROs. And, and judging by the response, uh, we got for this year's survey. I, I think we were right, um, and, I, and I think this this survey um, is important for for chief risk officers in, in a number of dimensions. Um, you know, it, it it provides a set of insights into what into what uh, you know kind of peers are are looking at. Uh, it can provide a sense of of relative positioning, so where you are versus the industry, and it's also I think an important opportunity to. You know, to stop and reflect at one's own portfolio as a chief risk officer. And you know, a lot of the questions we asked in the survey were about where the, the CRO spends his or her, or her time and, and why. And I think it's, it's sort of a nice moment to pause and reflect on, on how, how we're all spending our time. In, in terms of, um, of the sort of findings and, and trends, I, I don't wanna steal the thunder of, uh, of all of the next three episodes, but just a couple of, of points that I'll mention that I think we'll expand on over the course of these conversations. Uh, so the survey was, was broken really into three main sections. So uh, a section uh, asking about what I'll call the external environment, uh, a section asking uh, for risk officers to comment on their agendas, and then a, a deep dive section on digitization. Uh, when it came to the external environment, there was sort of broad optimism about the macroeconomic environment with, with maybe some mild concerns about uh, you know uh, credit portfolios going forward. Um, there was also a, an expectation that the, the sort of landscape is going to get more challenging uh, with pressures both from, from regulators and from competitors. On the risk agenda, uh, non-financial and strategic risks are expected really to, to drive the 2022 chief risk officer uh, agenda um, uh, with kind of emerging themes on the horizon uh, around uh regulation, regulatory intensity, as well as, as a strategy. And then finally on digitization, um, you know, there's sort of a general acknowledgement that, that uh, digitization is gonna increase the prevalence of non-financial risks, um, that there are certain uh, kind of opportunities that I think we'll talk a little bit more about in the course of these conversations uh, for risk officers to deploy digital methods in their own, uh, in their own functions Uh, As well as, I think, a a pretty interesting conversation uh, around the rise in uh, agile deployment methodologies and the implication that that has for for risk uh, managers and risk management processes.
0: Great. Hannah, according to the survey respondents, CROs are optimistic about the macroeconomic environment with some concern over the credit portfolios due to the latest COVID spikes. Can you talk a little bit about the current and future macroeconomic, commercial credit, and consumer credit environments?
2: Absolutely. So, for this response, I'm going to focus primarily on the North American macroeconomic environment, though, of course, there are global considerations and implications for many of the members of RMA who have an international presence. So to start, we really can't talk about the macroeconomic environment today without talking about the impact that COVID has had over the past uh, year and a half to two years. So during COVID, we saw extremely elevated levels of unemployment, as well as unprecedented measures by government agencies to help relieve some of that strain. So the current macroeconomic environment is generally considered to be improving. Of course, we've seen unemployment rates drop significantly. Uh, At the same time, though, we're seeing certain government support programs are tapering off. Uh, Over the past couple of years as well, very low interest rates have encouraged borrowing and continue to do so, with the target for the federal funds rate still between 0 and 25 basis points, which is quite, quite low. Uh, So there have been some indicators from the Fed that interest rates are likely to rise over the coming year as the economy continues to recover. Interestingly, policymakers are currently indicating there's uh, one hike in the forecast uh, over the next year, but the market is expecting two or three, um, just knowing that inflation recently has has been rising. So in summary, of course, no one can predict the future. Overall, our survey respondents are pretty optimistic about the macroeconomic environment over the next year, uh, most saying they expect it to either stay the same or get better. There are some concerns about, as you mentioned, Stephen, a COVID overhang, particularly within the consumer credit portfolios. I think that's to be expected given both the substantial shifts we've seen over the past two years and a pretty natural uncertainty about what the future holds.
0: Mike, respondents expect interest rates to rise in 2022. What have the re- survey results shown regarding the outlook for the
1: three-month and ten-year Treasury yields? Yeah, so it's a, that's a, a great question. Um, and as you said, the survey we asked folks for you know uh, their views at the end of of 2022 on both the short and long end of of the yield curve. I, be, before I answer the question, though, I, I I will point out that that we we ran the survey. Uh, really over the summer um and so the you know respondents views i think were were kind of as of that moment and it, sort of an interesting question as to whether if you if we, if we asked them today uh, given the you know the sort of uh, inflation we've been experiencing recently whether whether they would have similar uh, answers um, but with that as a bit of a caveat at the time that we asked the question uh the the three-month treasury was at about Five basis points. It's at about the same now. Uh, the sort of average answer from uh, CRO respondents at the end of 22, 2022 was for the the, the three month treasury to get to about uh, twenty five basis points, um, and for the ten year, uh, you know, at the time we asked the the question, the ten year is at about one hundred and forty basis points. It, it's it's at about one hundred and sixty basis points now, and the the kind of average response from the CROs was was for the the tenure to rise to to 200 basis points so you know some but 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 maybe a, a slightly more modest uh, rise in, in interest rates I, I do think it's important to note also that change in the interest rate regime and inflation uh, was one of the most frequently cited emerging risks in in the survey and I think we'll talk about that a little bit uh, later in a subsequent conversation. I think if you set aside the question of, of when interest rates are going to rise, uh, the question of what to do as those rates rise is certainly one that is very much top of mind for, uh, for the industry.
0: Thanks, Mike. Hannah, CROs expect increased regulatory pressure and competition for consumer and commercial credit to increase within the next year. What issues are driving this pressure?
2: Yeah, great, great question, Stephen. So a couple of different factors, and I'll, I'll talk first about regulatory pressure and then the competitive pressure, which I'm sure we'll touch on in more detail later as well. So actually, 95% of the CROs responding to the survey indicated that they expect to see an increase in regulatory pressure and actually no one said that they expect to see a, a decrease, which is particularly interesting. Now, of course, a, a component of this I would expect is um, that we're now operating under the, the Biden administration, which I think leads to some expectations for increased regulatory pressure just by itself. Um, but it's really interesting when you look at the specific areas where, where banks are expecting to see more pressure, so climate risk, uh, is a major one, um, as well as ESG, cyber, uh, which I think we should take in the context of not just your expected cyber risks, but uh, as many people remain in a remote working environment, a number of those cyber risks have become more pronounced. Um, business continuity and resiliency, as well as consumer compliance are all areas of focus uh, for increased regulatory pressure. Now, on the, on the competitive side, CRO has indicated that they do expect competition for both consumer and commercial credit to increase in 2022. Uh, Commercial lending was probably the the most pronounced area where where CROs expect to see increased regulatory pressure, but we saw um, strong responses in uh, consumer lending, both for credit cards and mortgage as well. Uh, I think a component of this expectation is the number of new entrants into the both commercial and consumer lending space. And again, I expect we'll touch on that more later, but we are seeing some non-traditional lenders starting to operate more and more in the financial services space, posing a threat to incumbents.
0: Mike, non-financial risk and strategic risk are expected to dominate the 2022 CRO agenda. What have the survey results shown are some of the most common top CRO priorities for 2022? And what do you think is driving CROs to spend more time on non-financial risk and compliance versus financial risk?
1: Sure, so good, good very good question. Uh, I'll, I'll take the sort of questions in, in those two parts. Um, so on the kind of specific kind of sub-issues, if I can call them that, within, within strategic risks and non-financial risk. Um, on strategic risk, there were really, you know, I would say three themes that, that came out in, in the survey. Uh, one was a theme related to disruption, uh, and particularly disruption um, by by non-banks. Um, you know, a lot of the CROs that we that we spoke to uh, were in particular worried about disruption coming from sort of technology-oriented players. In some cases, these were were fintechs, In other cases, the uh, the concern is really about about big tech. Um, but that was one I would say sub theme under strategic risk. Another um, is is talent management. Uh, you know. In in really two respects, one uh, the managing the implications of 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 the great resignation as it's as it's known, Uh, and second, um, as the skill sets that are needed to effectively manage risks uh, in a bank migrate, uh, in particular, to some of the non financial risks that that you mentioned, making sure that that the uh, risk organization has the appropriate skills to to manage those risks, Uh, and then third. Um, linking back to you know, a comment I made a couple of minutes ago, um, the risks posed by inflation and a rising interest rate regime were, were at, are at the top of many uh, of many CROs' minds. Uh, when it comes to non-financial risk, the, those also featured quite prominently in the survey. Uh, you know, cyber risk and resilience um, were near the top of most CROs' agendas, and survey participants broadly indicated um, that they're spending about twice as much time on non-financial risks as, as financial risks. And, and I think the to, to get to your second question, I think the reason for that um, is that some of these non-financial risks um, have, have historically received a bit less attention in a structured way. Um, so, you know, the sort of history of financial risk management, you can trace back, you know, decades, you um, know, going all the way back to sort of credit and market risk at, at the, you know, in the, the 90s and, and 2000s. Um, the same, I think, is, is a little bit less true for non-financial risk, and, and in some senses, therefore, these non-financial risks are, are sort of newer disciplines um, that, that require kind of time, attention, and, and evolution. And I think that's a lot of what you're seeing in, in the way that chief risk officers are thinking about spending their time is, is a focus, uh, if I can call it that, on, on some of the less mature um, areas of risk uh, uh, in, in non-financial risk at, at the expense of, of some of the more mature financial risk disciplines.
0: Mike and Hannah, thank you again for joining us today. Very informative discussion. I look forward to our next episode on what CROs had to say about emerging risks.